welcome to the Smoke Learning Channel. Previously, we touched up some of the model's textures as well as added a bit of branding. Before doing any depth of field blurring, we'll wrap up the Action Composite with some light blooming, filtering and motion blur. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. If you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your internet browser. First, we'll start off with some light blooming or glowing. Pan around the Action Schematic view until you find a light sitting on its own. This was the light used in Autodesk Maya for overall lighting. To create any glowing or blooming effects of a light, we need to attach the blooming node. Select the light node. In the Action Node bin, drag out the blooming node and it will attach itself to the selected light. You should see the blooming effect apply itself on the brighter areas of the composite. Double click on the blooming node to access its controls. Let's push the intensity of the blooming to 110%. The Threshold slider allows you to choose what levels of brightness will be glowed or bloomed. So when decreasing the threshold, the darker areas will now start to bloom and so forth. Increase the threshold to 85%. This means the logo will bloom the most and there will be less blooming on the Spotlight models. As a quick adjustment, just move the light up to 600 in Y position. Now let's talk about filtering. Every texture you use in Action can have filtering applied to it. Normally with flat surfaces in a composite, the filtering can be none or minimal. When it comes to texturing 3D models etc, the filtering needs to be great because pixel stretching occurs when wrapping textures around the models. Without the filtering, the textures would look quite poor. Let's look at an example. Pan over to the Spotlight model texture in the Action Schematic. Double click on the Diffuse Map texture for its controls and switch to the Texture menu. Now the filtering is set to Linear Filtering. So having a look at the base of the Spotlights, the material looks fuzzy because it's stretched quite a bit. Now change the Linear Filter to EWA plus Linear. The choice of filtering can make quite a difference. I won't go through the ins and outs of filtering as you can research that on the web. However, one point to make is that you could have countless models and textures in a composite. The last thing anyone wants to do is change the filtering one at a time. So go to the Node Preferences menu. In the Preferences tab, you will see a filtering header. Change the filtering to EWA plus Linear. Click Apply to All. Everything should look much better in the composite. But you can still set individual filtering if needed. As you are using more intense filtering, depending on your system, you might experience a slight slowdown in interactivity. So only use these settings where necessary. Finally, we'll set up Motion Blur for the composite. Switch to the Rendering tab. On the right, enable Motion Blur.
set the samples to 10. And set the shutter to 0.3. These settings generally work well. Now scrub to a frame of movement in the composite. Press Preview to render the current frame in the result view. And now you can see the motion blur is being applied. In the final video, we'll apply depth of field blurring to complete the composite. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning channel for future videos.